0: yeah
1: it's josh williams here guys and welcome to the one man podcast episode number 68 for wednesday august 29th 2018 how you doing onesies Listening again, 68 episodes in. The next episode, I'm going to giggle when I say the number, because I'm still 13 years old. Uh, This week, I'm going to be talking about some of the stuff I did. It wasn't a super busy week, but I did a a sports demo over the weekend. Uh, I've actually booked a a pretty good one-nighter coming up in the fall. Uh, Did some new stuff at Absolute Comedy. You know that regular plain old crap that I've been talking about doing for a long time? I did that. And uh, and this week, I have a super special guest who's going to be sitting in with me while I tell all of these really boring stories. I got my friend Vanessa, a.k.a. Red, regular listener. Thanks for coming in.
2: Oh, hey, girl. Hey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We had fun. We got to hang out a few times this week, and we'll we'll talk about that over the I was actually really
2: disappointed. I did realize that this was going to be episode 68, and I was like, damn it. Yeah,
1: you wanted to be on episode 69? Yeah. Well, I hope episode 69 is really Just because it'd be ironic. I'm going to try to think it of like. Totally doesn't
2: apply. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's going to be just a fun. I'm going to try to make as many perverse references as I can on that episode. So maybe that's one that the sponsors will not want to be associated with. <laughs> <laughs> this week,
2: we have no sponsors. Actually, as a matter
1: of fact, DK has several books on like Kama Sutra and Better Sex Life and stuff mm. like that. So I don't own any of those books, but maybe just for fun. I'll be like, listen, lies. it's episode six. I I've, swear to know. I
2: saw your room. No, there's
1: no six. I have way more books on like eating right and meditating than I do on sex. Which even in terms of myself mentally doesn't make sense. But
2: you have one of those spinning walls. You know, like when the girl comes yeah. over, it's like these are my cool books. Like the these McDonald's are my menus. Real life
1: books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, look at me. I'm super. And then they're like, oh, it's kind of hoping you were a freak. I might like, push a button and the Bat Cave I swings. <laughs> Yeah, and the fucking ceiling flips too, and it's all mirrors. I'm like, I just have a and a disco ball. That would be a great Dragon's Den idea. The only thing is, you'd have to have, like, basically a double sized house for all these rooms to flip over in. <laughs> yeah. Just the clearance for the walls to spin. Stand back. Um, so, in terms of my week, I did the usual boring shit. I, uh, I Ubered in the mornings, I, uh, I watched uh, Infinity War with Jason that came out last week I bought the Blu-ray have you seen those movies are you uh, oh
2: yeah I was like wait the new one like, yeah well just came out on DVD no but I mean I thought there was a new one that I hadn't seen and I was like wasn't that like a million years ago well, there's, there's <laughs> Ant-Man
1: and the Wasp did you see that one
2: yeah see of course I've seen that one I
1: don't know man some people are like I fucking I don't I don't give a shit about that well stuff. yeah
2: no I guess I see a lot fewer of them than I used to but because of I have a toddler but no I saw that one I thought it looked good and I mean I like Evangeline Lily, she's pretty cool Okay. I mean she's Canadian, you gotta support. Is she? That. Yeah. Heck okay. yeah, she is.
1: Heck yeah. Watch <laughs> the language. Uh, <laughs> you know I never have profanity on this show. Never. Um yeah, I don't know. I watched it. Jay's one of those guys who's like, I don't give a shit about those movies. But then he watches them all. Like yeah. he'll, when they're on Netflix, he'll watch them all Yeah, so I mean,
2: often if, yeah, I think uh, Black Panther's coming and I haven't seen, coming to Netflix in September and I haven't seen that one. Oh, you haven't seen it? Um, no.
1: But you saw Infinity War? Yeah. So you have I, no idea what what's going on and what this Wakanda no, place I, is? I, well, I, I, they I knew people some...
2: who saw Infinity War before I did and I asked them if it mattered and they were like, eh, maybe a little bit, but you can kind of put two and two together.
1: I guess... I mean, you're like, ah, oh, Black Panther. I guess maybe
2: because I'm smarter than the average bear.
1: Well, I don't know. You don't know this. I whatever. Hey, listen, it, you can <laughs> you can see and I guess it doesn't make a whole bit, lot of difference. But
2: I mean, I've seen all the others. Like it's literally the only one I haven't seen. So
1: it's probably the one that made the most money on its own. Yeah. Well. Okay. I, I guess
2: I've di- it was I Black had... History
1: Month, and you're like, I'm sorry, I have Splash Pad wars to fight. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> No, it's, I've got it's good. I have real
2: life problems.
1: Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Wakanda. You and your troubles. No, uh, but
2: I mean, like, then watching another Marvel movie that I can watch when it comes up. That's what that I looks.
1: live for. I'm, I'm only doing all of this grind just to the next Marvel movie.
2: Yeah. No, I'm, I've am i been there most of the way, but, you know, now. There's I no have judgment. Other things. I assumed that you hadn't seen I, any of them. I unfortunately have other things. Unfortunately. You know, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I'm not. I'm totally not going to get to see that. Like, oh, well
1: going to movies are the only time i afford myself the ability to just sit and do nothing for like two hours because mm-hmm. if you're at home there's always something that needs to be done i can't sit you know we started setting up the podcast and my watch went off three times telling me reminders of things i'm supposed to be doing like you, you just can't be at home well, at least not myself sit at home and be like oh, i'm just gonna fuck the dog for three hours and watch a movie
2: yeah that's not my life it's not your life no, sitting and doing nothing.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. No, 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 absolutely. Just the people who listen to this podcast. They're like, I'm just joking. You guys are all very productive people. I'm so proud of every one of you and what you're achieving out there.
0: Hashtag uh, winning.
2: Winning.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I watched it with Jay. He liked it. He thought it was a good movie, even though he's... He yeah, he no, watches all the Guardians. I loved it,
2: too. I, like, everyone in the theater was like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Oh, you went to see it? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Okay. It was like one of the concessions. That I was like, this one we have to see. It's like, you know, the culminating beginning of the culminating right um so yeah and everyone was like oh my god this is so stupid at the end and i was like um no that was totally predictable and yeah. exactly what should happen don't you know there's going to be another movie yeah <laughs> like they're the, not just going to end it here yeah it's their empire strikes back So, yeah no spoilers but you know
1: well i think by now anyone, now anyone who's like <laughs> oh, i'm super interested but i haven't seen it yeah. Like, they're even, they're even talking. The I have a two features, year
2: old and I've seen it. You're, you have no excuse. Right?
1: If you want to see it. If you don't want to see it, you're just one of those people who wants to get mad at people for spoiling things. And we still haven't spoiled anything. All right? Yeah, exactly. So sit there and fuck off with your judgment. All right? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I liked it. And of course, now here's the thing if you saw Ant Man and the Wasp and you hadn't seen Infinity War, the post credit scene in Ant Man and the Wasp would make no fucking yeah, sense this to you. What's you're like, what? They just dipped. <laughs> it's like that's rude to send your buddy into the quantum realm and then just fuck off. Uh, <laughs> it would literally look like one of those Bugs Bunny and Tweety shorters, were just running away and then just dust
2: <meep>, behind. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> wow, they left. They left super quick, <laughs> and they had not dusted themselves. Nobody off. likes you, anyways. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can totally bring you back to the quantum realm. Just go through. Just go through. It'll be okay. I swear. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we did that. I went to the LCBO sign. Listen, I'm, I'm making a lot of trips to the LCBO. I see an LCBO now and I, I window shop there. Like it's, I feel like it's like my shoe store, right? <laughs> Chicks like shoe stores. Sure. still. I still go back to, you know, 1980s references. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Nordstrom, but yeah, I, I don't, don't think. We don't
2: really have those. Yeah. We don't have one in London anyways.
1: No, we have one in, in Ottawa. And I, and I hate. Which guests. is weird
2: because we usually get everything in London first before Ottawa for sure yeah so that was weird but whatever
1: I don't know it got bought by the mall got bought by Cadillac Fairview they own a lot of big malls oh
2: well good for them I don't know
1: yeah I don't, I don't give we a fuck we just have Farhi all I know is Nordstrom is 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 super expensive so I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't even go in there yeah personally I, I, why would I go in there and be like oh because people are like oh I bought like a $1,500 handbag at Nordstrom I'm like you you wasting your money
2: yeah whatever i can go
1: off on fucking people buying shit yeah
2: we won't start we don't open that can of worms you don't want to let's do it no i'm kidding
1: (laughs) but you know did i did i tell the story in the podcast about the uh the i did i think i did the uh salvation army commercial about some people have nothing at christmas no no food no homes and then i said that the very next commercial was a nordstrom commercial Oh, (laughs) and i'm like i don't think that that marketing department if i was fucking nordstrom i'd be pissed i'd be like can you not (laughs) <laughs> advertise us directly after the whole hey have you got extra money to spare give it to the homeless this year by the way you can also buy two pairs of socks at Nordstrom for $600
2: yeah
1: I assume I've never been in there
2: I don't think I stole that one that's it no anyways, I didn't now you have well, <laughs> well now I have yeah
1: you're welcome everybody uh, that was definitely more of an episode 72 story uh, I like to do that predict the future foreshadow <laughs> <laughs> right um, so yeah, I mean, I went to the El with Simon, I picked up more wine. I'm, I'm up to too much wine now, guys. I have too much
2: wine. Yeah. I brought him a bottle of wine today. Cause he told me he'd never had a South American wine. And so I was like, well, that's crazy. So I bought him and then I was like, look at his stash and I was like, oh yeah, I guess you didn't need that <laughs> hey i'll still try it listen
1: i've been buying them because i spend all this time in the lcbo doing the tastings and every time i'm there i have nothing to do but stand there for four hours and, and yes i'm doing samples but at the same time i'm also looking around in the meantime and i'm like "Ooh, four dollars off a 17 dollars bottle that's, yeah, that's a true. good deal we,
2: we have Yoink. A f- uh john has a friend from like a long time ago who actually works at the lcbo that we go to like in our neighborhood and so yeah that's kind of dangerous because every time we're there he's like we're like, suggest something. And so he will be like, well, this and that. And so like, now I have all these wines that I really like. And so now I actually have to think when I go to the LC. Yeah.
1: I, well, I've learned how to read the labels too with the uh, the sugar contents yeah, and everything that, like
2: that. Yeah, that's key. It just
1: gives you an idea of what it's gonna taste like too. Yep. Once you start to learn the grapes and learn what you <clears> like, then then you're like, okay, and now I can tell whether I'm going to like this Pinot or not, whether I'm going to like this Baco Noir or not.
2: Yeah, but I feel like I'm getting stuck into a rut of drinking like the same thing every time.
1: So to, to force yeah, yourself to something different. I need, yeah. So your region, you like the South American stuff?
2: Yeah, I like the South American wines. Uh, Chile does a nice wine usually. Uh, typically reds more than whites. There's one in particular that I like of a white, and I can never remember what it's called, but I know what it looks like exactly, of course. It's usually in the vintages section, but it's on the cheaper side. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, But yeah, South African wines are really nice too. Yeah. So, um, or, or then I'll usually go with an Ontario wine just to be supportive. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I like the VQA stuff for sure. um, Which is Ontario for anyone listening outside of Ontario or Canada. Um, Same thing with the LCBO too. Just that's if you haven't picked up by now or you're new to the podcast the lcbo is the liquor control board of ontario that's our, our liquor stores here so yeah just that's what i'm referring to when i talk about that i i've found that I the regions that i seem to like are australia and california primarily yeah no so you don't like those
2: it's hit really hit or miss
1: yeah i mean i've been lucky i haven't tried a ton i've yeah. only started expanding more and more i've like been I told was
2: kinda... i would like a new zealand white okay
1: but i that's i like it too it's very close to australia mm-hmm. So I like the New Zealand stuff. I like the Australian stuff. I like California and I do like the VQA stuff. Um, You prefer your stuff drier or sweeter?
2: Uh, like in the middle kind of. Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you like full bodied or?
2: Usually like for a red, usually a fruity, medium bodied wine, but sometimes I can go full bodied, but usually on the fruitier side, less with the, with a red, with a white, usually less fruity, more dry really yeah like more of the chardonnays, chardonnays and Cab- yeah.
1: or not caps so the sauvignon blancs
2: yeah yeah well, I even st- sauvignon blancs uh, i don't like usually because they're kind of they can be really just plain like they have no depth right. to them so pinot grigio usually is nice too
1: i find that's a good one if someone doesn't know what they like i usually tell them to get a pinot
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then if you find it you know too sweet then you can move you know towards mm-hmm. the chardonnay's and the sauvignon blancs and if you don't like if you find it's not sweet enough then you move towards those. Yeah, cuz I the like Dalles the chardonnay's cuz they usually
2: have a little bit more body to them um, than a sauvignon blanc. But yeah, like the Chilean one that I like is a sauvignon blanc, so.
1: Oh yeah. I know uh, Kim Crawford's been very popular. I got a couple of bottles of that, but I haven't tried it yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Nothing ahead. red? No. Fucking nothing. I'm trying to get you out of your <laughs> yeah.
1: shell, god damn it. Ah. This is this is red as feisty by the way. You hear the feistiness in this?
2: Yeah, earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll, I'm gonna try the one that you gave me, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I've yeah, been buying like, them but not drinking them. I'm basically collecting and looking for. I have less occasions to drink them.
2: Yeah, yeah. You need fancy friends.
1: Uh, no, I have, <laughs> listen. Everybody here. Jay's got a, a big collection of wine in the basement. It's just that our, you know, I I when I was in Toronto a couple of weeks ago, I. Uh, I was drinking reds by myself. I mean, I only got two bottles that week. By
0: myself. By myself. And you know what? It was great. by myself.
1: (laughs) I didn't mind at all. In fact, if I'm going to drink an expensive wine, I enjoy drinking it by myself. (laughs) But I didn't drink like a bottle a day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, (laughs) like, like five references that would all get me in trouble. Uh, No, I, I didn't drink them by my, or, you know, the whole bottle. I would just pour a glass. I was also, out all the time too when I was there so yeah. I'd pour a glass I'd watch something I was trying to watch Orange is the New Black I finally got through that by the way season five
2: yeah I haven't started it have well it? the recent one. The most oh recent.
1: yeah I, I got 20 minutes into it when I was building something and then I, I went upstairs
2: yeah I have to get in the mood for it for that you have bananas. to pay attention to
1: it because they've started doing it in season five, they started doing it when they were all talking Spanish to each other, so now it was all subtitles. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to put it on the background while I was doing something else, and I could just listen, and I would know yeah. what was going on. Now that they're all, this is not a fucking racist tirade, where I'm like, fucking Mexican speaking Mexican. I'm <laughs> like, no, I just, I if I have to be watching it to understand what they're talking about. You know, go back and read it. And I was like, oh, that would have been a really big thing to miss. Just assuming that, ah, they're just, they're just running their fucking mouths. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know. It's yeah,
2: I don't on. know. Like some shows, I just need to be in the mood for like, yeah, that's one of them that I just need to be like in the right frame of mind to like put up with the shenanigans sometimes that I'm they like, they uh. piss you off. and I'm like, Ugh, I'm too old for this <laughs> today. I hated
1: when they started to make it all. And I've said this before, when they started to try to make it all funny. Mm-hmm. Like everything they said was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, like to the point of like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, like everything they said was just like some flubbed up word or whatever. And they're like, oh my God. Like just yeah. the dumbest yeah, shit. I, I was like, I, that. I, that's no. not my style. I'm like, if this the prison's supposed to be scary, they're supposed to be scared of each other because it's a riot. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly saying something like, I couldn't take you seriously for five seconds. Right. Fix that shit. Anyways, <laughs> apparently it's all been, it all been corrected. And sees like, like the first 20 minutes of episode six, it got like real quick. Oh, okay. So, you then know, we'll and see. that's all that's all I've seen. So I don't know. If anyone else wants to chime in, you're always welcome to send me an email. Contact at it.
2: one Man pad- podcast. <laughs> I felt like that was like. I what hope was that confused next.
1: you guys good. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is the first time you were willing to write an email and that <laughs> flubbed up fucking address is why I'll never receive
2: it. Contact at one man podcast. Dot com.
1: That's correct. <laughs> you have a prize. You get to finish the podcast with me. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I watched. Uh, I finished that this week. I booked. A, I booked a really cool gig in uh, in Greeley. Don't expect anyone to know where that is. Except people I don't even in know that is. It's just south of the city. But it was. It was the one I did last year with Frank Spadone, a good buddy of mine. Frank Spadone. super funny comic from uh, from Toronto, and I'm still. The last two times I was in Toronto, Frankie and I were trying to make it work to do a podcast together. Just he's busy. His uh, his wife has a very successful set of dance studios in Toronto and uh, and he's just constantly working at that stuff. So it's difficult. I got to give him more notice. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of bad where like two days before I get to Toronto, I'll start messaging people hey, who's available and they're all like, I'm out of town doing shows elsewhere. Yeah.
2: And, the rest of us have a life, Josh. Uh,
1: you know what? I don't, uh, I don't accept that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want you guys to fix it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna get Frank on at some point. But I did the gig with Frank last year. It was for like a bunch of business associations down in the south end of the city. It was amazing. Uh, that that night we had uh, the table wine that they had was Ontario, and it was like a VQA Monarch Vidal. Um, super super good. Because at the time I preferred sweeter whites. Oh, okay. It wasn't like Moscato sweet, where it was mm-hmm. just like basically grape juice. <laughs> but it was uh, it was just it was sweeter than Pinot. But that was that was really really nice. They also have a late harvest Vidal. But that won't be crazy sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no
1: for problem. anyone who knows, the longer the berries stay on the vine, the sweeter they get. Makes it tastier. Um, so yeah, but I'm doing a, I'm doing that show in the fall. I booked two, uh, two amazing comics from Ottawa. So they reached out to me. They they had. Uh, they had a bad experience. Can I can I tell a story? Are you comfortable with me telling a story, Red? And sure. feel free if you have any questions. If I say anything that you want to ask, want me to go deeper? Yeah. you tell me. Tell, okay,
2: tell me your
1: story. <laughs> so here's the thing. in uh, In Ottawa, there's this this festival that originally started off really strong. It's called Cracking Up the Capital, and it was for like mental health and stuff like that. And uh, the show that I saw that
2: sounds messed up.
1: Cracking up the capital
2: for mental health.
1: Cracking what are we, up like why laughing. Are we
2: cra- why are we cracking them?
1: Cracking up the capital, not oh, okay. not, not the mentally that could be ill. That Wasn't cracking up the mentally <laughs> ill in them the capital.
2: So, <laughs> no, them. no, no,
1: no. Let's push them so far that's <laughs> like the, they it's, break. It's, it's, yeah, they don't use electroshock therapy. They, just, they use it laugh, laugh, <laughs> humor, laugh therapy. Okay. No, so it was basically it was cracking up the capital in support of mental health. Okay,
2: that that's better.
1: I'm glad you had questions. I'm sure there was a lot of other people who were wondering exactly that too. And I would have moved right on. Yeah, I would have given you guys, wasn't it you five minutes ago? You're like, I'm smarter than the average bear.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm just helping everyone else.
1: <laughs> That's so kind of you. What a compassionate person. So I know. Um, the first year that they did it, um, they had uh, Deb Giovanni. They had uh, Derek Edwards. It's two of those names I don't you know expect you guys to know in fact all of them. I don't expect, you to know But but if you take my word for it some of the strongest acts in the country Uh, Deb Giovanni lives in uh, Los Angeles now Uh, Derek Edwards is probably one of the biggest corporate comics that you can hire in Canada and the UK He's just crazy funny. His cadence is insane but, um, and then Trent McClellan, who's, who's been on the podcast before with me, and Joey Elias, a uh, good friend of mine from Montreal, again, just hasn't worked out for us to do the podcast together. But um, it was like those four people, and then the host was Pat McKenna from Traders, and he also played like the goofy nephew on the Red Green show. So they had... Come on, you don't know sure. the red-green show? No. It's a shit show. I didn't like it. But,
2: yeah, no, I never watched but it. But you never
1: saw the goofy little guy, hey, Uncle whatever the fuck his name was, with the goofy... Th- no? no, I never watched it. No, you're a bad person. To support Ontario Wine, but you couldn't support like probably one of the number well, one you know, stupid Canadian shows that's out
2: there. I watch Rick Mercer.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's nice of you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. He's doing okay, though. He doesn't need you anymore. I know. Um It's because I watch... The show's it. over, right?
2: Duh.
1: Well, speaking of Rick Mercer, and I'll get back okay, to that in a second finish your story i am finishing my story god damn it <laughs> i think we were in a fucking relationship the arguments um so the crack of the capital it started off as a really strong show first one i saw was at the national arts center it was the biggest stand-up venue that you could see anyone at in ottawa so they mm-hmm. did a great job of promoting it they brought in great acts it was a great show i saw that that year joey Elias got me tickets for it um the following year they moved it somewhere else to like a a different venue then the year after that they moved it to like TD place and tried to make it this big thing it went off okay like and just some of the people the main cogs that weren't initially um sort of moved out but what they started doing as it was moving venues was they started to uh raise money for the big show by doing local amateur competitions so they would do a show way out in orleans they do a show way out in canada they do a short way out in south of the city so basically they would they would go way out to the sides of the city really small areas and they would ask the comics to come and perform for free for a competition so that the top two winners of this competition would be able to perform night of at the thing so what they do is they get all these comics come out work for free they would charge something like 20 25 a ticket to these events but what they were doing is they were selling it as come see the best comics of absolute comedy and yuck yucks. That's mm-hmm. how these cracking up guys were selling it. And the problem was big venues like the one I just booked the show at were like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, come on out. And they would they would do a fundraiser or something like that night of and they would bring all of the big people out. But the problem with having a bunch of amateur comics on a show is they're all talking about masturbating and cum and porn and stuff like that. <laughs> and the the people at these venues were like, what the fuck was that? You yeah. know what I mean? So they would, they'd all just invited everyone out. It was a nice, you know, dress up and have dinner event. And then it was like 10 people talking about their, their dicks and stuff. <laughs> so when I went out to do the show with Frank, this that was that was their impression, right? Everyone every one of these places wouldn't work with Crack Up the Capital anymore because they're like, well, we, we don't want to put those shows on at our venue. Like that's making all of our clientele be like, what the hell was that? So they actually hired Frank from Toronto because they were under the impression that if that was absolute comedy and Yuck Yuck's best, you'll have to go outside of the city for entertainment so yeah yeah. so after the show last year myself and frank the the owner he loved it so much he was like i told him like you don't have to go outside the city that was just unfortunately a company that sort of was misrepresenting what comedy was so that's i'm telling that story more as a caveat emptor for you guys sometimes when you get sold a show that's like it's the best from blah 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 i'm like just just be careful yeah. Especially if it's expensive and it's at a place that doesn't normally have comedy. And if there's gonna be 10 comics on the lineup, odds are it's not that great of a show. So regardless, they contacted me this year and said, Hey, let's put on a show. So we're gonna be doing that in the fall. Uh Jim McNally, great comic, great friend of mine. Uh he's done, you know, Winnipeg Comedy Festival, Halifax Comedy Festival. He has a comedy now special. Uh Rick Curry, who
2: <laughs> You said Winnipeg and you had me lost. <laughs> really?
1: You don't like Winnipeg? Well, What's your beef with Winnipeg, yeah? I don't
2: have a beef with Met Winnipeg, but who goes to Winnipeg?
1: There's It's televised on the CBC, the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Okay. It's a televised comedy festival. I
2: don't know. I just don't like... Wow. When somebody says Winnipeg to me, I'm like, oh.
1: oh I'm sorry, where do you live?
2: <laughs> I live in London, Ontario, <laughs> but I haven't always who? lived there.
1: Oh. Well, guess what? The comics who perform at Winnipeg don't live there either.
2: And actually, we get more like concerts and better like things like that in London than we ever did in Ottawa when I lived here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but we have a venue now. We have TD Place, and that's like a nice little yeah, 8,000 to 10,000-seater. That...
2: TD Place? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The new one that was
1: where Lansdowne is.
2: Oh, okay, I get you. Because that
1: was the thing. That was the problem with Stent. That's why we got, a lot of people didn't know that. That's why <laughs> we got skipped over. Is that The biggest venue, like when I we was talking about Crack Up, was the National Arts Center, where their main room is, if I'm not mistaken, I think 1,500 seats. No, no, seats.
2: but we had like, um, I don't who knows what it's called now out there in... Uh... Canada.
1: Yeah, but the problem with that is it's 22,000 seats. Yeah. So if you have an act, let's say, let's just say like a Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. just a name that everyone would know. If you have Jerry Seinfeld come in, he can't sell out 22,000 seats,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not in Ottawa, right? So the cost for him to get the venue and all that stuff to try to make a profit off of it is going to be very difficult for a guy like that. However, you go to the National Arts Center, now it's 1,500 seats, and you're like, well, I can definitely sell more than 1,500. So yeah, you might do 3 or 4 shows there, but now you got to pay for two separate nights. You have to pay more plus you have to perform four times, three or four times instead of once. So with yeah. TD place being like 8,000, you don't have to sell it out, but you can put 6,000 in for one show and make the same amount of money for one show as opposed to having to do three or you know pay for a larger venue or whatever it is yeah. so that was that okay, was the issue enough. and that works for music and everything too that's why ottawa was hurting for some of those big acts because we didn't have the population to support you know filling the bell center like they do yeah. in montreal
2: well yeah like they do like montreal and toronto and then we're like well it's not really like people from ottawa will just go to montreal or go to toronto if they right. really want to come right you know whereas london kind of we have a larger pool we can draw from we have like Windsor, Sarnia, Guelph, Kitchener, Cambridge, you know, and then all the like small towns in and around London too, you know. So, um, as
1: long as you have a place to put them, that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Bluesfest is capitalizing yeah, we big have, by being.
2: Yeah, we have Budweiser Gardens, which is about 10,000.
1: Yeah, that's seats. Yeah. and that's perfect. That's the thing. Ottawa was just hurting between that 1,000 and 22,000. It's kind of like mm-hmm. we need something in between, you know, having 6,000 people in a 22,000 seat venue is going to look really empty. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that affects a show regardless of how excited people are there to see them. It's it still affects a show to, as a performer, walk out and be like, oh, two thirds of this place is fucking empty. Yeah, you know, so that's more fuck more than two thirds. Not good at math.
2: Yeah, I I have a math degree. I'm not good at math. Oh wow, (laughs) congratulations. Well, I'm not good at algebra.
1: Oh, well, it's all you know,
2: like arithmetic. Like the basic stuff.
1: Now you're just dropping fucking names. You're name dropping math yeah. math formulas.
2: I can do <laughs> linear know, algebra and calculus, but the easier stuff. Yeah, see, stuff.
1: I can't do that. Calculus, I know it's like an S with two symbols on either side of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the extent of what I know about calculus. Okay. I don't need it for comedy.
2: I mean, I don't but, use it anymore. Like, yeah, like in my degree, I... So, so it's like buying a
1: Lexus and being like, I don't even it. Well, it's it.
2: just what I what I do related to computer science. If I was in more of like if I was doing like AI or graphic design or or not graphic design, but like computer graphics or, you know, vision with computers or whatever, like then yes, I would be using all that stuff. But not not just writing code usually. No. No, unfortunately not.
1: See, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I, I look like I know computers, but I, I so don't. And I don't mind that. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. Well,
2: hardware and software are two completely different things. Like when somebody is like, oh, can you build me a computer? I'm like, <laughs> no. Oh, really? I'm like, no, I, I do software. I, I can't couldn't tell you how to put a computer together. Like I could tell you like like decent specs and stuff. But yeah, even then, like it's not what I...
1: If you can figure a code, with, I know you can figure it out. I can computer. figure it
2: out, but yeah it's just finding the time right and you know there's enough to learn in just like the software side oh yeah that like yeah
1: well that's infinitely more complicated in my opinion than just plugging some hard drives and and motherboards into a a stack it just all
2: changes so fast right that you know you have to keep up with it so not me one or the other i'm
1: fine being a straggler Uh i ask smarter people than me i go how do i do this yeah well that's they go. It's really easy. I go. Relax with that really easy shit. Okay.
2: <laughs> Whoa. It's going to be
1: super complicated for me.
2: All right. So what else you get up to?
1: What else did I get up to? Oh, thanks. I like that you're keeping me on track here. Uh, <laughs> so after I did, uh, after I did, I did a tasting last week too at College Square. It was a, it was brutal. It was brutal. It was so so dead and so boring. But that was pretty much my week. Um, I went to uh, <laughs> on Friday. I went to the SAQ and I bought too much wine. But I'm not even gonna. Oh yeah, we talked about this. That was no. I bought a. I bought wine on. Oh yeah, was that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: because I made fun of you because you're like.
1: I, I did I like just, three trips to the LCBO last I week. I can't
2: afford a trainer anymore, you guys. I, just, I really have to cut it out of my budget. That was and weeks just, ago. I feel like so awful and blah, blah, blah. And then like the next podcast, you're like, oh, guys, I was in Toronto and I dropped $300 on board games. Nope. And then like you, I got here and you're like, oh, yeah. And I went to the SAQ and I dropped like X dollars on like way too much wine. I'm like, you know what? That that. Between those I think two I things, I'm using calculus to trigger. find out. Yeah,
1: I did the algebra on your <laughs> fucking. No, well, I okay. So, uh, f- full disclosure, <laughs> full disclosure. I, yeah, I'm I'm totally only calling you out. No, that's fine, and that, and I'm okay with that. My my concern is okay. So, um, I told I did tell Red, and I'm telling everybody else. I I did uh, particularly well on my tax return. So, prior to having gotten my taxes done, I was like, I am fucking tight. I don't know how I'm gonna afford this L.A. trip. I got my taxes done. I did my HST for the first time. You know, now that Uber requires that, and I actually got a sizable return. So I was able to pay off my my trip, pay off my airfare, and then I had a reasonable amount left over. So for but your here's, personal trainer, for my personal tra- well, here this is that's this is the full disclosure part. This is the part that I'm a little uh, about. So. Um, Mike, who I'm going to Los Angeles with, had told me that there is a, uh, a promotion at one of the places around here. And I can't remember the name, but I'll text him in two seconds and get it back. Is they have an introductory offer with for a personal trainer that's 100 bucks for like nine sessions. So that's my, my new plan is I'm going to go down there and I'm going to bang out those training sessions. That's economical. Okay. Right. Okay. Getting a trainer again. I was hesitant to say that because my trainer at Good Life, who is amazing, by the way, outstanding, <laughs> I believe listens to the podcast. So I didn't want to be like, hey man, I'm breaking up with you and I'm gonna go find someone else. I'm just trying to keep the trying to keep the cost low. Clearly not by blowing a shitload of money on board games. I get it. Yeah.
2: Priorities.
1: Listen, it's we're us, not fucking. Married, it's us with families
2: right? that have to worry about these then things. Then
1: you guys have your families and shit. Yeah. I got, I got so a dream that's, that's I quickly filling. <laughs> that's fine. I'm welcome I welcome it. So yes, I and I understand. I know there's other people too who are like, what the fuck, man? You said yes. There's lots of things I say. And guess what, fuckers? All of you, now I can't give you shit for this, Red, because A, you're coming to town and you do email it in. But if any of you guys are like, what the fuck? Because I'll see you and you'll be like, man, I was listening. And you, write me in, call me out on it when you hear it. If I, if I say something doesn't make sense, listen, I have always led this podcast with I'm going to be as honest as possible with you guys. There's times where I don't want to tell you shit that I'm ashamed of, and I do. There's times where I say I'm a good bitch and I, I've eaten well all week, which is true. But then, yeah, there's a night where I'll crush a fucking pizza. All right, You can only keep the depression wolves away for so long before you you have a little sidestep. So I, I get it and I appreciate the fact that you guys are out there. Listen, even when you don't write in, when I'm just out here mouthing it off myself, I, I tell you to keep myself honest with it. If I just pretend like all I'm doing is going to the gym and fucking running marathons and whatever the fuck is, oh, I'm just all doing this eating right, whatever. Listen, it's a struggle, all right? I'm doing infinitely better. The scale numbers are the lowest they've been yet, all right? I put on a shirt last night before the show. That I haven't been able—it's my—it's one of my favorite shirts uh, that I haven't been able to button up in like three years, and it fit last night. Ooh. It wasn't as It wasn't as uh, it wasn't snug, <laughs> but it wasn't uh, wasn't as much uh, breathability as I would like. Like basically turn the wrong way, and all those buttons <laughs> get the uh, Hulk
2: moment
0: right.
1: Yeah, so I was just like, ah, I don't want to be on stage leaning over to grab a drink or something. Just
2: like, oh wow, there's
1: horizontal, <laughs> horizontal lines in that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Right
2: between the eyes,
1: <laughs> turn it into a lawsuit. Exactly. So things are things are going good, but yes, there are little uh, little stutter steps. And you know what? The thing is, I am I'm buying a lot of wine.
2: Soon, soon you won't be a good bitch. You're going to be a skinny bitch. I'm going to be a skinny bitch,
1: <laughs> thin thin twat. I try to keep it. alliteration doesn't work when it's th. But those was, was two t words should be alliteration. Um, I you know what I did uh, on uh, on Sunday? So I'll, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you about the uh, about the Saturday. I did a I did a Canadian Tire a pro hockey life demo all weekend. So mm-hmm. I had to leave at like seven o'clock in the morning and I'd get back at like seven o'clock at night because um, so we drove out to Pembroke, which is like two hours away. I always make fun of, I've done, there's lots of military in Pembroke mm-hmm. and I've gone there several times to do military shows where I tease them about how they can they can move. <laughs> they don't have to live in Pembroke. Oh, yeah. As a people, I'm like, when the word broke is right in the name of your town, just leave. That's a pretty yeah. good indicator. This is not a, a good place that you should be. So we went to the Canadian Tire out there, and we demoed uh, a hockey product that I'm not going to name because they don't pay anything. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hockey training device that basically it's a it's a sh- you know a little sheet of synthetic ice that has lights on. Yeah, we actually
2: it. Well, so um, we went to the museum. Which one? Museum of Nature. Yeah, we went to the Museum of Nature y- yesterday, and they actually have that like fake ice in yeah. there, and like my son was just like enthralled with it for like. 20 minutes which is a long time for a toddler yeah (laughs) he's just like can you skate on or you just touch no it it was it was was like shaped into like ice like so so it was for like an arctic exhibit oh okay and so it was like into these icebergs kind of but they could like touch it and stuff and he was like it wasn't cold 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 and we're like yeah buddy it's was it cold yeah it was it was like ice you sure it it wasn't
1: just an ice sculpture
2: no it wasn't because it wasn't like melty melty Mm -hmm. Hmm. okay it's really cool
1: this stuff isn't this stuff was not Cold oh, okay.
2: It's I thought like, maybe it would be like the same
1: stuff. It might be. They, they I can't remember even what they call it. it's like a polycarbonate or something like that. But the idea is, it's it's like these two foam pads, almost like a child's play area with those big squares that are colors. You know, oh, okay? Lock them in whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like two pieces like that that locked together, and underneath the ice was some was different LEDs. Yeah. So there's like a, an LED spot and you have this puck that's got a sensor in it. And the idea is it teaches you how to stick handle on the ice because basically the lights would light up in different areas. You have to move the puck over to it. Yeah. And then it so, like senses
2: when well, you've reached the spot.
1: Right? Exactly. When you reach it. So you have like 45 seconds and it would, you know, see how many you can get around. It's basically like, think of it like a guitar hero for stick handling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really cool, a, a really, really cool thing. Um, expensive, but th- it's a big hockey town. So everybody was like, oh yeah, people are getting, you know, high scores on it and stuff like that. I think I I did pathetic because I've never played hockey, especially on ice. Never played any kind of hockey like that. Um, So when I started off, I was garbage by the end of the weekend just from doing it over and over again. I had the second highest score (laughs) of of everyone who played. So that was kind of cool. Now, well, in Pembroke, but you should have seen like, you'd have been impressed. The only thing is like, it's like anything else. If you just do it for 12 hours a day, two days in a row, you're going to get better at it. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Those, uh, but like, who's buying that? Is that like people in Canadian Tire? Who's gonna who would buy that? Effectively,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because Pro Hockey Life is uh, apparently a big deal. It's a very pro hockey store. They don't have one in Pembroke, so Pro Hockey Life is partnering with Canadian Tire, so they will basically have like a section inside of Canadian oh, Tires. Okay for that. So the pro hockey life is going to be the the area that carries this. So this is it's a really good hockey trainer. Like while we were there there was tons of kids getting hockey gear and
0: and okay.
2: pads
1: and skate sharpened and everything like yeah, that I guess like,
2: it's that time of year too, eh?
1: I wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. I wouldn't know either. But it was it was cool. it was interesting to see like a town that was so into hockey like everyone would just walk in and be like oh look can we try and they, the skills that they had just mm-hmm. fucking around. I was like holy shit. There's, there's kids on YouTube that you can see using this thing, too, that are, like, hitting the high scores. Like, this one kid standing on a board on, a, like, a medicine ball, like, balancing himself oh, yeah. on it while doing the, the thing. So not only is he balancing, but he's doing the stick. Yeah, unreal. All I know, it's a cool product. I got to fuck around with that all week. But that was pretty much my weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to see you Saturday night after one of these things. Oh, Rush yeah. back, change, go see you guys.
2: Super cool hotel, res- restaurant.
1: that was That was a good time. <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie i had a fun it was,
2: yeah it was really you know you look online at these hotels and you're trying to like assess where to stay or whatever and like full disclosure like my my dad travels a lot for work mm. so um we could stay there we stayed there on points essentially oh, okay. so i mean that's pretty sweet but so it couldn't be too picky like you know because you you know it's only certain brands that it's with right so more I was thinking about location than, right. you know, amenities. And yeah. that is a
1: good location where you
2: yeah. guys ride. Yeah. And then, like, and it had a pool, too. So I was like, well, if we get super bored, then, you know, my son can just swim in the pool. So, because um, he, he loves that. So, yeah. But <laughs> the restaurant was, like, in the basement. And it just made it awkward for, you know, because... You know, my son has to nap in the middle of the day and we can't hang out in the room when he's napping. Right. So it's like, where where do we hang out? I, I, I guess we have to go to the, the basement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was this, I, I mean, uh, yeah, what was it like eight o'clock at night or 730? We go down to this restaurant. There was like nobody there when we got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the server guy was nice. James was his name. Yeah, and, he was quite uh, candid. Yeah, he was like at first. I'm like, I don't know if he's just fun and silly or if he's socially awkward. Or whatever. Like, it was one of those things where at first I'm like, oh, this guy's got a great personality, and then I'm like, oh, he's, he's a little odd.
0: Yeah.
2: And then
1: and then it was just kind of like back and forth between the two for me. But for he he took
2: a joke well. Absolutely. Like, like you like did your typical like picking on him kind of thing, like comedy picking on him thing. But he he was he rolled right with it.
1: He was a good sport. Definitely. He let us hang out there too because I think that the place was closed at like ten. And and we were just sitting shooting the shit. You guys had food, I was sitting, I think I must have had like five to 10 cups of yeah, coffee. shocker
2: folks, Josh didn't have any food.
1: Right, it's true. <laughs> You're saying that like I'm lying right now. Shocker, he didn't have any, nudge, nudge. I didn't, I had fucking 10 cups of coffee. Probably the equivalent amount of calories and creamers too. Yeah. But I had a good time. We were chatting about what was going on with you guys. Uh, I got to actually sit down and like have a real conversation with your husband because I've met him like once, maybe twice prior yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. And it was with a big group of people. So obviously in his defense, it was probably more intimidating to be like, oh, these are all my old friends. Yeah. You know?
2: And he is typically quieter than me anyways. Is he? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you're super quiet today. I don't know what your what? fucking problem is. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was nice. And he was, but he got like, he got really excited when but, he was like, telling us. But two his,
2: loud people can't date. Like then you're just yelling all the time. You no,
1: know, people take turns. No, no, not with loud people. No, we sure there is.
2: No, they just yell over each other.
1: I was a loud person when I was. I'm trying to think if I was with anyone who's loud. It's hard to say. I can sit.
2: Dominant personalities like usually have to be with like somebody more quiet just to like balance. My
1: mother's crazy loud, so when I'm with her, I just sit there and just let her talk.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I I can exist with someone who's loud, but it's boring. Yeah, like like I'll call when I used to call Crystal. I would call her to like ask her something. My mom would immediately jump in the conversation, start talking, and I'd I'd be sitting there for like in the car for like ten minutes while my mother and her talked. And then you know, Crystal would ask me something, and I didn't even realize she was talking to me because I'm like, oh, it's not even. Like (laughs) so, anyways, what did you want me to pick up from the store while I was out? That's why I called. And mom has commandeered the conversation Mm
2: -hmm. because she loves you. No,
1: no, she loves to talk. (laughs) She doesn't even listen to the podcast. Uh, She does occasionally. She'll be like, I listened to that episode where you talked about that. I'm like, I, when the fuck was that? Like, that's the funny thing. I, I, again, all of you who are listening now, you know, I appreciate how long you've been listening. If this Is your first episode? Yeah, this is this is what it is most of the time. Just usually just my talking to myself. Yeah, as Talking to the wall. Yep, just sit and talk to the wall and occasionally glance at the notes and go, oh, I forgot to talk about that. But uh, yeah, I've even lost my point. That's how fucking yeah. gone I am. So Sunday. Yeah, don't go to the, the beginning of the podcast. That was the point is don't start at the beginning because you're like you, you make references to me like oh that one where you talked about fuck i don't know when that was yeah whenever i write an email i
2: put the episode that i'm referencing the number in the title so that you can like reference it helps back.
1: even if even if you just give more context because you're like a lot of people are good at just being like hey when you were talking about this at least it's like okay i know what i was talking but some people would like that episode where you said blah and it's like it's like a part of a sentence from something with no con i'm like i okay yeah fair enough or people who saw me at a show a year ago, and then they'll come back again. They'll be like, "Oh man, remember when you said blah?" I'm like, "No, sorry." <laughs> that what was the joke? That's what they'll say. Not remember when you said, and then give me context. That's cheating. They'll be like, "Hey, what was that joke you told last time you were here?" I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I've told a lot of jokes between <laughs> be then awkward. and now, but that's what it is. It's like, what, what were you talking about that that time about that, that time when we were
2: doing that thing?
1: If you can help me, fuck, I don't remember what I said yesterday. Do you know? For the most part. Um but anyways, yeah, Canadian tire I had I had fun hanging with you guys. We closed that place down. The guy sure did. basically let us stay for like an hour and a half after they closed while he while he tied it up. And I was worried that he wasn't gonna be like, hey guys, like I kinda gotta go. Like I thought he was just gonna sit yeah,
2: there. Yeah, I'm glad he told us to GTFO. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and your fucking keyboard slang. I don't know, I had a good time. Keyboard it was nice hanging with right GTFO.
2: Yeah, that's not all. That's one. all acronyms. I know, but it's old.
1: Is it old? Okay. Yeah. We're old. I know. Older. I got nothing on that. It's just it's just melancholy. That's yeah. all I got. I'm like I'm old now.
2: Yeah. I, I my son's still... gonna say things one day that I'm like, I I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Can you can you please say that in English?
1: Oh yeah, but then they'll just look down their nose at you. He yeah. did the same thing. That's fine. That's the worst. I I don't feel a day older than I did in high school in terms of maturity, but I'm like, but everything hurts. I yeah. <laughs> wake up now.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I, so I recently got a new car and so it has Sirius in it. So I've been listening to Pop 2K cuz that's my that's my jam. That's your jams. And um but sometimes like the hardcore rap stuff will come on from that era like like the Eminem and the uh who was it? Like jo- Jaw Rule. Jaw Rule or um what's the other one? I was listening Get to Jaw
1: Rule. Get Low? Yeah. It's a person?
2: No, it's the name of the song. But got
1: Low, 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 that one. She got the apple from bottom the w- jeans from the
2: window to the wall. Oh,
1: that's uh, isn't that like Little Wayne or something? Or little yeah, it's Anyways. one of the it's one of the little
2: <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, but sometimes I'm Lil just John. listening to Lil it, John. and I'm just like, I start to like cringe internally, and I'm just like, ah, I just I just can't listen to this anymore. It's just it's just so wrong. <laughs> it's yeah. Like whereas well, when you're a kid, you're like, yeah. Yeah, skates skate, 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 skate. And you're just like <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I can get on board Chris, with this anymore. Yeah, Chris
1: Rock had a great bit about that. About how did you ever hear that bit? He was no. talking about how like Oh, it was so funny. He was talking about how like like hip hop music says like the worst things about women in it. Yeah. And women love it so much. He's like, if the beats right, the bitch dance all night. He'd be like, fuck her in the eye, fuck her in the eye, fucking skeet, 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 skeet. Like Chick's
2: yeah, no. just, just danced like, to it the whole fucking time. You know, my son's in the car, I'm like, ooh, switch the channel. Yeah. When
1: when Mickey there, so I think uh Kesha, Kesha sure. somebody? That's mm-hmm. a person.
2: Yeah. When
1: Kesha Kesha had this album where it was like one of the songs was like, See you next Tuesday, everyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. See she was she was a see you next Tuesday. Then another song was Grow a Pear. Mm-hmm. P-E-A-R. If you grow a pear, I will call you back. Like it was this it was okay. uh, it was pretty direct. Mm-hmm. But the thing was Mickey, like it was all PG. Mm-hmm. You just have to know the fucking yeah, terminology. Between, between the lines, right? Well, so Mickey would be walking around the house like four or five years old. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you grow a pair, I will call you back. Like, shit You're like, like that. Mm. And
1: after a while, we're like, ah, uh, she's not going to listen to that
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Can't ever walk. Because everyone to that else, CD? I, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Every
1: way, well, their teachers would be like, so she was saying, if you grow a pair, I'll call you back. <laughs> don't want you no more, boy. Like, that kind of shit. It's just, it's just uh. fascinating to me. Um, That's, yeah, that's, well, that's music now. Aaron, my brother this weekend, while we were doing music since
2: always. Have you ever listened to a Beatles song?
1: No, I hate the Beatles.
2: Yeah, they're messed up. Are they? Yeah, like if you listen to them as an adult, (laughs) like you're like, you're like, really? Like, I like that at like seven? (laughs) I never grew up listening to them, so I
1: didn't get it early.
2: Yeah.
1: They, they listen they have some great songs but in terms of like Beatles being the thing for me like I get I get all that they did. See, the thing too is I'm not a big Seinfeld fan.
2: Yeah, me neither. Like
1: I I get why people find it funny and I I totally but understand like it. Seinfeld I just don't like it. wasn't our myself.
2: generation really. Well, like it was for people not a Santa. little bit older than us.
1: Yeah. Well, I never I never dug like the show we like and f- f- I never dug the Our the generation Santa. was
2: more f- like friends. Ugh. Well, but I'm just saying like timeline wise. <laughs> Fair. Well, sign well, I was
1: I was Seinfeld was on I had well, an opportunity it was on to watch but
2: it. we were just a little too young
1: I watched Frasier Frasier was yeah was around that time I wasn't too young for Frasier all I know is that like there's things out there that everybody looks at as like the most iconic thing and I was just like it wasn't for me I get it and I get why other people like it um but not for me hey I have great news you want a great piece of trivia Big oh. Bang Theory is done
2: oh really thank
1: god eh no, I'm just it's <laughs>
2: been a long time
1: but they decided to like the last last season or, or they're not renewing yeah it i haven't watched it
2: in a while like i was pretty like on track with it when it first came out for the first well, geez it was like seven eight seasons yeah i don't even know what they're at now but um yeah but then it, i don't know just something it just at one point it, we just stopped watching so
1: yeah well that's so what happens with shows sometimes um it's just
2: too much to watch
1: yeah I don't even. Again, I don't really. And like John's the, the kind of cheers. person
2: like as soon as he ha- sees one episode that he doesn't like, he's done. He's done. Okay. Like, well, the, as soon as it's like one episode that's like that's stupid. Why are they doing that? And he's like, No, that show's so stupid. We're well, not don't watching anymore. don't
1: <laughs> fart in front of him. Then be like, We need marriage counseling right now. This is on its last legs. Yeah, I'm like so, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I want the nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully it doesn't melt. Um, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, I, I find that that movie shit that the stuff, my brother was telling me about something when we were working together called like, I, and I'm going to get it wrong. Aaron can message me and correct me, but it's something about like the bop, not, not the Hanson song, but there's like this, this thing in music called like the something bop, whatever. It's like this series of notes that has been in like every single pop song since like the nineties. And it's like this formula. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, no. Well, there, there was a, something that I watched like it was on YouTube or something where they, they took like a bunch of popular country songs like of mm-hmm. that time and they like played them on top of each other and it was literally the same um, chorus. Like oh, the yeah? chorus was like, like the sound, like the, all the notes were exactly the same, just yeah. like the lyrics were different. Or like the tempo was maybe a little bit different, but like the notes themselves were all the same.
1: Well, he was saying that like there's this little sound that, that all songs were somewhere in the other have mm-hmm. put into it. Like, uh, the example he used was that, you know, the the California Girls by Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. You know, something, something, melt your popsicle.
0: Ooh-oh, ooh-oh, oh, ooh-oh,
1: ooh-oh. Yeah. Like that sound, that ooh-oh-oh-oh, that is somewhere either note form or lyrical in every pop song, mm-hmm. because that particular thing hits a, hits a chord in the brain of just like fun yeah. or
2: something. Well, yeah, I mean, music is science, too, in a yeah. lot of ways, like, you know, most art is in some way scientific, too, like, different kinds of art will like, people will like art because it, it, for the same reasons why people think other people are good looking. Like it's all about um, symmetry and like- Yeah, like I like 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 like, art with big
1: tits, which is why I find people- Yeah, exactly. So,
2: (laughs) you know, so it just like, you know, that's why i enjoy playboy playboy is art to me now but of course artists don't like create art based on this science right like they're not about that but the truth is that like subconscious yeah we like certain art over others because of science
1: well and the thing too is that so much there's so much industry on art um k trev was talking about this in his episode about how like when he went to do Kimmel, they were like, do this part of this joke and do this part of this joke. And he's like, well, that's not even the joke. Like that's just a line from the joke. And they're like, yeah, but just do that. So once, once, as soon as the business part comes along, right? That's why everyone's like, oh, I liked them before they were big. It's like, well, that's probably when they were doing what they wanted to do. You want some wine? No, I'm
2: good. You're all out of coffee? No, no, I'm fine. I was drinking tea.
1: Fine, fuck you. <laughs> um. Yeah, the, the, the people do what they want to do until someone comes along and goes, hey, we got a budget for you, but we need you to do this, this, and that. As soon as you start editing, and I don't want to even say censoring, but as soon as you start, yeah, editing art, you know, or putting an agenda on it, you now you're like, yeah, it's like, it's okay, like, hey, Kesha, we're going to need you to show more tits and ass, and if you could write all your songs about fuck guys,
2: well, uh, that would they, be great. they did that to her. Well, they just saying. There were, like, a whole, like, lawsuit against... Oh, Our manager know. or whatever, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, I
1: don't even, I just picked her because we were talking about her earlier. But I'm saying any any of these young little pop stars, like I'm pretty sure they all, they all aren't like, hey, is there any way I could do a concert in a see-through leotard to basically sell my body and has nothing to do with my artistic integrity whatsoever. Not to say mm-hmm. that they have really all that much of it. Anyways, and same thing as these guys like Justin Bieber or whatever, you know, walking around. Justin Bieber. I don't fucking know anything, I'm aging, I'm, I'm showing my age. I don't an age. know
2: anything either
1: but uh, whatever pick pick i don't know you can make something up and someone might be like i've never heard of it." my listeners are probably weekend. not yeah the weekend <laughs> that's a stupid fucking i, I can't even get started <laughs> no,
0: even, not but there. they're not
1: they're not selling that like that's the thing is i find as i get older i start to like jazz and classical and stuff where i'm like oh i can hear the We're instruments old. being played now i enjoy that um but yeah sorry i uh i don't even know we what digress. got us on that tirade ty- 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 yeah um I did the hockey thing. That's the last thing I can remember talking about. Um and then on the second day, I hung up with you guys. We were talking about yeah. that that
2: and then on Sunday. Yeah. And then Sunday you do the hockey thing again.
1: Right. I'm not even gonna talk about it this time. But I did yeah. that all weekend. That's all I did. I got a break in between to see you and John close down a shitty restaurant in a yeah. best western. And uh, on Sunday night I uh, I came home and I built a wine rack. Oh, because okay. I uh, yeah like that that Wayne's World line. He's like I don't own one gun Let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack mm-hmm. Well now I own many bottles of wine and I had nowhere to put them I was running out of surface space Yeah, so I built a rack I watched uh, the rest of uh, Orange's New Black season five
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I built a wine rack and, but uh, you know what so this was my my reasoning not only for storage But I I was like, this is gonna be the rack. When the rack is full, no more buying wine. You have to start eliminating bottles before you replace them. Good plan. I need structure like that. I need something to visually that I can go, rather than being at me like, I need more wine. I don't know if I have any fucking (laughs) I don't know if I
2: have enough. The world world might end tomorrow and I don't have wine.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to be like, oh my God, did I make sure I got enough Chardonnay? I don't have any chard right now. So, yeah, whatever. I, I built the. That's what I did. I built a wine rack on Sunday. Um, yesterday was nothing but Ubering. I had lunch with my mom because I happened to be in her area. She uh, gave me a call and was like, yeah, let's go for lunch. Do nothing it. Nothing special. Nothing special. I did podcast. Oh, and we uh, we had the show last night.
0: I, had yeah. I did podcast
1: mm-hmm. prep so that we could do this today. But yeah. uh, And as always, guys, recording on Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. morning. Oh, my God. This is going to be the I first know. Tuesday I've, where the podcast I've, isn't looming over me yeah. all day.
2: Yeah, I forced Josh to get get this done early so i can get on the road
1: that's right driving back to london ontario yeah um but well, we did the show time last that
2: night. toronto
1: that toronto traffic yeah mm-hmm. if you guys can just yeah well this would be too late. So if you guys just stay off the road today that'd be great yeah um all my toronto <laughs> peeps but we did uh, I did uh, I featured on Absolute Comedy last night for the uh, open mic Monday show. Yeah, you he was, and Steph he was came. Funny, out. Guys. No. Yeah,
2: he was picking on people. It was funny.
1: Why do you say picking? I was talking. I was having a conversation <laughs> you with were. them. Just because they weren't able to keep up at my level Yeah, of the conversation. There was oh, this one kid in the front row guy though. Oh, there were so many so many fucking people last night that were like it was frustrating. They were chatty, they were on their phones. Yeah. And I was up at the end of the show and most of them I had like half the table of the worst group had left,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I didn't even get a chance to shit Pickle on them to their them. face.
2: Yeah, and there were some like there were just like a bunch of people who just different walks of like different styles, I guess. You know, they were they were rocking their style. Yeah, like it the personal trainer wasn't with no, like yeah a,
1: t- a tank top and nothing else at yeah. night,
2: or the guy with like dreads dressed all in white.
1: Yeah, look like a pimp. Y'all my bitches. Y'all yeah. my bitches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a trip. Yeah, I. Well, let's just oh, say, and then like, the guy who kept like putting his hair through his girlfriend's. A hand Oh, through his girlfriend's, I didn't get a chance know, to talk he was to him. I, I doing forgot. It All night. Were, no, he's doing it in the middle of your set, and I was like, "Oh my god, please notice."
1: Yeah, there was a guy who was sitting because when I was chatting with with Red and her friend uh, Steph earlier. There was a guy sitting directly in front of them, and he was just running his hands like up the back of her skull, and then running his hands out down her hair, through her hair, just yeah. out down, like combing her hair with his hands, yeah, hand. like over, over, and not over like once or twice, like oh, I love over. your hair, it feels nice, and then stop. It was just over and over and over again, and mm-hmm. I was and, and I was like that guy. I'm like it's either brand new, but she had a ring on, right? Look, mm. either engagement or, or wedding. So I'm like it's either. Incredibly new, but that seemed to have squashed that theory. Mm -hmm. I'm like, or he's just incredibly insecure. Or you know what? Maybe they're just like the only two happy people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the least likely scenario. (laughs) Ew.
2: (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Ew. Ew. My my name is Sarah S-A-R-A, because H's are (laughs) ill.
1: H's are girls. And they cost more to have engraved. It's more money for something else. Um yeah, you know what, though? If they were happy, they probably wouldn't need a, a laugh on a Monday, you know? Yeah. They're like, Mondays are their happy day. Everyone else is Mondays. They're like, no, we just... Mondays are our fingers through the hair day. Yeah. well um, Well, hey, they're, they're together for now, you know? If I go back next week and they're not there, I'm gonna assume they broke up. Yeah. Just because they're not there. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that was, I had a good time last night. I did get yeah, a chance to get some even, new jokes on. And out. the
2: other guys... Two were good too, like the um, amateurs. Amateurs leading up to you, they were pretty good too. There I, were a couple awkward moments, which is to be expected, but like right. But you know, for, for six bucks, part, it's not they bad. Were, they were pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's a six dollars so show, guys, if, it's half the price of movie. If you are movie.
2: one of them, congratulations. Yeah, some of them do you win. To that.
1: I drove uh, not one of the ones from last night, but one of the amateurs in the city. I drove him this morning. Uber mm-hmm. picked him up, and he's like, I, "I get like a block down the street without having looked at him." He's like, "Josh," I was like. Oh, hey, what's up? Didn't mm-hmm. even know it was you, buddy. I was just trying to get this over with. Yeah, Like every Uber ride. <sighs> and can I tell you how different it feels going on stage, making people laugh, coming off, maybe like, oh man, that was great, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. like, you're just the Uber driver and they don't even look at you. They just pull out their phones. They don't even say hello. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not that you're supposed to give your Uber driver a standing ovation or anything, but there's still a person. Like when I get an Uber, I'm still kind and polite.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd say thank you at the Tim Hortons drive-thru. Yeah, of course. most people don't do that.
1: No, I say, listen, I go into a restaurant. I don't care if it's, you know, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't go into McDonald's, generally speaking, or Harvey's, but like a Subway. If I go into Subway and I get a sandwich, I sit down and eat it before I leave. I go, thanks, guys. And I just cost me nothing. Mm-hmm. A little bit of gratitude, you know? Look, it's a job that none of us want to do, so why not make the job that someone else is doing a little bit nicer? Keep them in that position <laughs> so that, you know, we still have yeah, drive-thrus so that guy and in the fucking urs
2: doesn't make the ai bot to
1: <laughs> right there's a guy last night saying i work on artificial intelligence so if we kill you right now it won't take us over i read that statistic somewhere the other day about that that thing i said about like 90 to 95 percent of people oh it was in uh, the bathroom reader it said 90 to 95 percent of people by 20 whatever will not have uh Like they're building robots to automate 90% of jobs. So like if your job, I think it was, I'm so sorry. I think it was, if you make less than, I think it was like 20 or somewhere between 16 to $20 an hour. If you make less than that, then there's a 90% chance your job will be taken over by something automated.
2: Yeah. But that's why we need universal income.
1: Oh shit. Preach. I don't know.
2: (laughs) And Ford who goes and cancels these things. Hmm.
1: Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. If you don't know who Ford is, he's a uh, big fat fuck who whose uh, whose who's big plan to numb the masses is like, I going to make everything buck a beer.
2: Yeah, I know. If I that's like, not what a are polite we to Sim- distract I'm people, like, what are we on the Simpsons? Like, really? Yeah. Like, ha ha, guys. I just want beer.
1: Oh, it's to distract us. Oh yeah, let's just get drunk all the time,
2: like and I'm, we won't pay I'm attention. I'm so confused.
1: It's so fucking stupid.
2: Like, let's let's cancel all like our climate change you know diversion things that we've put into place so that you know our whole planet doesn't die but right. but oh but you can have a buck beer like that that'll solve everything
1: it's stupid and I, I really let's not when get I, on this when tirade. people were saying yeah i know seriously you guys can look it up though there's enough shit going forward there but that was that was my week that was basically it was do tastings uber the fucking long weekend. And hanging that, out with
2: the best person ever.
1: Yeah, I well, I enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm glad I got to see you on Saturday. I'm glad I got to see you last night. And I'm glad that you're doing this with me now. Yeah. You know? You're the only, you're the only, uh. the, you're only the second person who's ever sat in on a regular episode. I've done lots of interviews yeah. with just about that person. But yeah. to sit and, and be a part of it, oh my yeah, God. Yeah,
2: and it almost didn't happen because we were worried about Toronto traffic, but. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad we made it happen. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't super disappointed that I wouldn't have to set all this stuff up. <laughs> Whatever. I'm glad you're here. I, I was looking forward cry. to. It. Yourself oh. to sleep tonight. Oh, we're having so. technical difficulties right now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that we got to do this. And now you get to be the first person to come through and do the sponsors with me. Are you ready for this? uh Oh, this is my favorite part. First, that's right, the part that you and my partners at PortablePress.com absolutely love is uh, Uncle John's bathroom Raiders. So I actually picked an article. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with the week uh, or the weekend, but. Uh, it's called Dumb Crooks. I really like these ones. These ones always make me laugh because they're stories of dumb crooks. So here's proof that crime doesn't pay. And this is, of course, from uh, Absolute Comedy's, uh, or, sorry, Absolute Comedy. How about that? Uncle John's Uncanny Bathroom Reader. All right, and the article's called Dumb Cooks. Look, the first uh, part is dumb as a post. If you ever make 250,000 pounds on a drug deal, resist the urge to post a picture of yourself and your piles of cash on social media. A 24-year-old Albanian criminal named Olsi Behululi, Thanks for making the fucking name hard. Couldn't help himself. In 2014, he tweeted an incriminating selfie from his flat in England with the caption, I love my job, and then $7 signs. Dollar, dollar
2: bill,
1: yo. Yo. Unfortunately for, uh for, oh God, I have to say his name again. Unfortunately <laughs> for Beheluli, his post made the National Crime Agency's job a lot easier. After seeing the photo the cops set up surveillance on Beheluli, and a few weeks later, they arrested him and two other men during a raid in which they seized the cash along with $4 million worth of cocaine and heroin.
2: Can you imagine being those two other guys?
1: Like, yeah. They're fuck, like, yeah, dude. Like, what were you doing, man? Why the hell did you fucking get us in that? All right, All you're right, up, my yo. turn.
2: Waiter, there's a guy in my soup. Strange noises were heard coming from the ceiling of the hibachi grill in Daytona Beach, Florida in November 2015. The manager, B. Lou went to his office to check the security monitors, but instead he found wires dangling from the ceiling and broken ceiling tiles and a pair of flip-flops on the floor. Lou immediately called the police. While he was on the phone, all hell broke loose in the dining room. Ceiling tiles rained down on patrons, followed by 30-year-old Justin Grimes, who landed on one of the diners, then got up and tried to run away. Another patron grabbed Grimes and held him until police arrived. Grimes Clot. Claim he was hiding in the ceiling from his ex-girlfriend. Skeptical, officers quickly pieced together what actually happened. They say Grimes had gone into the bathroom, locked the door, and then climbed through the ceiling to get to the office. He tried to open the office safe, but couldn't. So he went back through the ceiling to the bathroom, but took a wrong turn and ended up over the dining room. Grimes was arrested and charged with felony burglary of an occupied structure. Before paramedics took him to the hospital for lacerations and bruises, he asked the officers if he could have his flip-flops back. They said no.
1: That's fucking hilarious. Cold case. In 2015, police officers went to uh, Szechuan Garden Chinese restaurants in Brighton, England, at about midnight to investigate reports of two suspicious men inside. When the cops went in, they heard voices, but a quick search turned up nothing. Undeterred, they began a more thorough search. An officer opened the door to walk in—sorry—to a walk-in freezer. Where he found Denne Temple and Stephen Fiddler shivering away, the door had automatically locked on the outside, trapping them inside. If the officers had given up and left, the two burglars would have frozen to death by morning. Chief Inspector Dave Padwick boasted, "When my officers found the suspects, they were expecting a, f- <laughs> they were expecting a frosty reception, but the suspects were actually very pleased to see him. Hmm. How about that?
2: Okay, real mature there, guys. In 2015, Megan O'Hara, 24, and David Zaskowski... 19. <laughs>
1: it's to, not easy, eh? They have the fucking went weirdest Went to an hands. art
2: gallery in Palm Beach, Florida. Why, why are both of mine in Florida?
1: I don't know. Oh, well. I just staggered But
2: they though. weren't there to take in the art. Instead, they stole a bracelet and a ring off the gallery owner's desk. Before they make, made their way their getaway, however, O'Hara and Ziskowski wrote some fake names in the guest book, which actually included O'Hara's first name and her phone number. One of the email addresses they gave was We didn't take it at gmail.com and there was a crude drawing of male genitalia and a woman's face labeled Meg. (laughs) The gallery owner called police who found the thieves at a nearby supermarket. O'Hara had the jewelry worth $6,000 in her purse. The two crooks were charged with felony grand theft and despite their juvenile guest book shenanigans, both were scheduled to be tried as adults.
1: Insecure thieves. Does this fucking mask make me look fat? <laughs> in
0: 2015,
1: in Oldham, England, two men in a Ford Fiesta pulled up in front of a local security firm called iSecurity Solutions. Failing to realize that a security firm might have security cameras installed out front, they tried to break into one of the company's vans. The firm's owner, Kasar Mahmud, Kasar Mahmoud, watched the attempt theft on monitors in his office. We were able to identify the criminals down to the writing on their clothes. Mahmoud Mahmoud bragged to the Oldham Chronicle. It seems very comical to me that they would try and break into a security company van right outside its office. Hmm. And finally.
2: Play money. Pamela Downs tried to pay for gas at a Tennessee filling station, but the clerk noticed something funny about the $5 bill she gave him. It was two sheets of photocopied paper glued together. The clerk called the cops who arrived a few minutes later while Downs 45 was still there. Officers confiscated the woman's purse and found a $100 bill inside. It was printed in black and white and one of the sides was upside down. Downs claimed that counterfeiting wasn't a crime because she read it on the internet. Because everything's true on the internet.
1: Right. Her last name was Downs. That explains a lot.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It turned out that she was referring to a 2009 news article titled Obama wants citizens to print their own money that had been posted by the parody website The Skunk. Which bills itself as tasteless American satire for the ill-informed, and
1: that, my friends, is dumb crooks. The running feat on the two articles is ancient red-haired mummies may actually be brunettes whose hair faded after death, and Irene bogachu's I why are they just you know what? From now on, if someone has a stupid name, don't even talk with them. Bugachew. Irene Bugacu's claim to fame. She's the first person ever saved by the Heimlich Maneuver in uh, June 19th, 1974. And that, guy, well as you. always, Bless you. is my partners from PortablePress.com, Uncle John's bathroom readers. And you can find them uh, and all their stuff at PortablePress.com. As I say, always, they have all sorts of different kinds of books with all different kinds of trivia that you can sit and enjoy while you're pooping or just while you're trying to fall asleep and want to feel accomplished before you do so. Uh, as always, my other partners are, as I said earlier, Absolute Comedy. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersbee. Summersbee is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersbee. (laughs) With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now you can try them all in the Summersbee Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of
0: Summersbee.
1: <sighs> Your taste buds deserted. Please drink resplendently. And we're back, guys. And who did I forget? I forget the same person every single. I never forget.
2: You them, for never you me? forget, I DK. don't
1: kid him. It's just my cute little intro He's to your them, bro. DK, guys. Dorling Kindersley. Uh, this week, I read a book. Mostly, mostly, it was a busy week. I mostly read it, but I can still give you the gist of the parts I didn't read. Um, is eat better, live longer. Understand what your body needs to stay healthy. And this book, I gotta say, I thought was gonna be just another book. And not to say just another in a negative way, but just another book about, hey, here's some recipes of things that things are good for you. This book is fucking awesome. As soon as I opened it up and started reading it, I'm like, this is not what I expected it to be at all. The book is actually, uh, it tells you basically the kind of foods to eat um, to maintain your body's you know proper DNA and to, to keep the, the effects of aging at a minimum. So the books, I mean, yeah, that sounds like a really stupid synopsis, but- the the book itself actually starts with a really cool section that's essentially just called What is Aging? So before it even starts talking about what to eat and whatnot, it actually talks about all sorts of different theories of aging and what happens to your body. Um, everything from, uh, they call it ages formation, which I was like, oh, what's that? It stands for Advanced Glycation End Products. Um, they have free radicals, DNA damage, and telomere shortening, which is basically telomeres are part of your, your you know, the caps on your DNA strands and things like that that slowly get shorter as you age because every time they split, you know, pieces of them go with other pieces. So it's basically as these shorten, uh, so does your 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 DNA uh, or your molecules, whatever the fuck it is, uh, cells to the point where they just can't reproduce anymore and they die. Um So, this book again, it goes into a great, great section about just all the different things that you can do with your body to keep it, you know, stave off. This book should really be called How to Not Age, you know, or How to Slow Down the Aging Process. But yeah, Eat Better, Live Longer. This basically is is going through a big section about all the different things. Every, there's even sections on like why you should wear sunscreen and things like that, you know, obviously non GMO. It's not like spray yourself with Raid for the sun kind of thing, but there's a lot of different uh, everything from dealing with stress to getting enough sleep, obviously to have, to reduce alcohol. I, I assume that's the one part that isn't true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when everyone attacks a medical thing, you go nah, that's that that's all bullshit. You're supposed to drink a glass of wine. A glass of wine is going to keep you young. Did you know that the? I think I mentioned this before, but did you know that the product in wine that's good for your heart? It's in such small doses in a glass of wine that the sugar and alcohol far outweighs negatively that that benefit in the oh, glass yeah, of probably. wine
2: i mean the whole thing is like everything in moderation right
1: right well they have they have a section two that actually shows you uh the different parts of the world and the the lifespans of them so they actually tell you that um i never heard this word before so i actually had to you know run it through my head a couple times to find the right word but uh centenarians did you know what that is Mm-mm. yeah i didn't either oh
2: yeah i okay yes i understand
1: yeah well it's that's, that's basically what happened to me i'm like sent what the fuck centaurs yeah. they have yeah. centaurs <laughs> oh sent a thousand oh sorry a hundred i'm like okay yeah, yeah how many hundred okay. year olds? so did you know that that for every hundred thousand uh people japan has 45 centenarians
2: hmm that's crazy yeah i don't like yeah no it, um, you knew that already well not like that specific number, but I know knew that like I so knew that Asian, Asian people looked young forever well, they, That's why they so live many of this, longer. Yeah, yeah Like I mean in the more developed one like Japan for example, yeah, right? Exactly yeah right.
1: So Japan has the most in the world for every hundred thousand people. They have forty five point three centenarians France is the second highest at 31 Italy at 28.
2: Yeah, it's cuz they're drinking all that wine, right? France,
1: I think that yeah, maybe you think so we just proved any point. Yeah, they're eating croissants, drinking wine, and eating cheese. Fuck this diet. I'm, yeah. I'm, je parle en français. I'm already halfway there.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, <laughs> but that's cool. They have and they lists all the way down to I think there's like twenty of them here. So Canada, we place one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're ninth in the world for centenarians. And guess what though? The fattest fucking country in the world is right behind us by point mm-hmm. one difference. We're nineteen point five. They're nineteen point four. Yeah.
0: Well. So
1: how about that theory? And then you think the Netherlands, they're they're doing good and they're happy people there. No, they're way down the fucking list. Anyways, who gives a shit point is this book's got also that they have principles of a a long and healthy life. They go into, again, everything, just from weight loss to what you eat. And there is sections, of course, on foods, but um, I, I have been told by more than one of you that I do go on a little bit about DK books. Um, this book, eat sorry, eat better, live longer, understand what your body needs to stay healthy is very, very cool to check out some of, there's not many recipes in here. It's more about the foods themselves, but all sorts of different things in here in terms of, of what to eat, what, what exercise to do, how, what you eat affects different parts of your body specifically, which is great. Not just, Hey, it's the superfood, but like, if you're like me and you've heard of antioxidants for two decades and have no idea what they actually do, it's a good, uh, it's a good book to check out. Anyway, so check that one out. I will have, as always, a link to get your copies uh, on Facebook and Twitter and all that fun stuff. So so that's it. Thank you to the sponsors, DK, Summersby, Absolute Comedy, and PortablePress.com. This week, not a lot going on. I usually tell you guys what i got coming up. This week is a lot of Ubering. I'm going to be working on my LA trip. Um, I'm there primarily for comedy and to do shows, and I'm trying to get some podcasts in, guys. But uh, I, w- I do want to say, guys, write in contact at OneManPodcast.com and let me know if there's any places... In, uh, in Los Angeles that I should check out in terms of maybe touristy stuff. Um, I, I've obviously considered doing the Universal Studios kind of thing, but I don't want to be too touristy and spend too much cash needlessly. Mm. But I'm staying in West Hollywood, so if anyone can make a suggestion there. Apparently Weird Al just got a star on the Walk of Fame. Aww. I saw that on Twitter the other day. So
0: yo, we've got Vanessa's little one.
1: The team is here. Sorry. That's okay. If you guys can hear that background, be like, I see. Are they killing baby goats? <laughs> no. Uh, no, my Vanessa- son is...
2: My son just came back from the park, so yeah, he, he's chatting away. That's okay. So if you
1: guys can room. hear that, but we're wrap, we're wrapping up. No, no, no need to apologize. Life happens around you, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. It's he's still not as bad as when fucking Kamara and Jay are talking right outside the door when I'm recording. Yeah, so we
2: probably won't even be able to hear him.
1: Can you guys hear that?
2: No, I can't ever. Hear you him. can never hear it. Fucking no.
1: Auphonic's great for cleaning that up. When I'm doing it in the, in the headphone, mm-hmm. like what you're hearing, around, that's what I'm hearing when they're out in the hall, but just mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. And I'm like, or when I hear them downstairs yelling, I will like pound on the floor with my foot. But I guess Afonic cleans all that up. Yeah. Maybe. So you guys just hear me yelling at nothing. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, but in my ears, it's like, yeah, shut like, the sure fuck you up.
2: you have roommates, Josh. Yeah.
1: No, you're way too successful for that. Uh, no, I've got four of them. They're all over the fucking place. Different levels of inebriation too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so this week, all I got coming up, guys, a few LCBO tastings. Um, I'm going to go check out the Red Blacks game on Friday. I've never been oh, to yeah. a, an Ottawa Red Blacks game. That's, That's the cool. uh, the Canadian Football League, our, our local team. Mm-hmm. They won the Grey Cup. A few years back, so uh, yeah, yeah out of like say, the six teams that play. Year? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't watch it. I have.
2: I have a friend who plays for Calgary. Oh, do you? Yeah, that's we went, cool. We went to college together.
1: Well, that's awesome. What's yeah. his name? Um,
2: oh my goodness, I'm blanking. Wow, right good
1: friends. <laughs> he plays for Calgary. So listen, you guys, oh really, if any of you give a shit, you can Google the Calgary team and just know that one of those people is a very close friend of Vanessa's.
2: Well, no, like we worked on projects and stuff in <laughs> high school. I totally remember his name every time, except for right when I need yeah, to, right, of course?
1: I, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I totally goodness. have evidence that proves my innocence, Your Honor, just not with me right now. Um, but yeah, so I've got, what, tastings at Red thing. I get to spend the day with Michaela on Saturday. I uh, She reached out and said she wants to hang out. I'm like, cool, you let me know when. So I get to hang out with the little lady. I always have a good time with her. Um, but that's going to be my week, basically. At this point right now, I'm just... Uh, gearing up amping up money for the old uh the trip there i was trying to think of what i was supposed to go out and get something today and you reminded me of it earlier when we were chatting and now i can't remember what it is i don't even know if she knows i'm talking to her She's
2: yeah on the phone i'm, right I'm now. trying to find who are you text
1: oh you're trying to find your friend yes i don't even remember his name
2: i'm like i'm really totally blanking right now because okay. you have me on the spot
1: it's your friend you brought it up i know it's like i called you out or put you on blast you fucking said it I'm going to the, yeah, I'm going to the Red Block And my buddy Jeff McKay, who uh, who's, you know, we did an interview with the podcast. Jeff is the, uh, like, on-field talent. Charleston runs-
2: Hughes.
1: Charleston Hughes? Yeah. That sounds like a made-up name.
2: No, it's a real name.
1: Okay. That's he actually a- starts. Charleston Hughes? Yeah. Did he come from Blood Money?
2: No, he's Old. scary.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a scary name. But he mm-hmm. sounds scary because, like, he will put, like, 12 attorneys on yeah. you. That's what that name sounds like to me. No, no. <laughs> Charleston Hughes. You'll be hearing from all nineteen yeah, no, of my bi- attorneys. he's
2: good. He's been playing them for a long time. With them for a long time. What,
1: what position does he play?
2: Uh, like I don't know football that well.
1: <sighs> You're crushing I it right remember. now. With the name dropping.
2: I want to say linebacker, but I feel that's wrong.
1: I wouldn't know. Yeah, just say linebacker. Be confident. Linebacker. I can guarantee you that nobody's nope. going to look yeah. check into your facts. Maybe one. Per- Actually, you know what? I got some listeners in Calgary. Who might be mm-hmm. like, the fuck did she just say? yeah
2: no, we went to. He's the we, best we went, place kicker we, went we to have. College together in the states, and uh, yeah, we did. We we worked on many projects together. We actually worked on a lot of projects together. And well, like, here's a shocker, guys: a football player who isn't that committed at school. Um, so you know, I'd always get stuck in these projects with him. i be like, ah, oh, stuck with Charleston again. But then my last project of the year, I don't know. I guess he like decided he wanted to start doing better, and he was like the best person in my group. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, you're really doing some great work.
1: Sounds like Coach Carter, one of those movies about the, the young kids I know. who just couldn't put it through. So he's, he's
2: actually like, a pretty, pretty good kid. <laughs> I mean, he's not a kid anymore. Oh, sorry.
1: I'm allergic to bullshit. Yeah, um, I know. That's, uh, that's actually an old no, but Jimmy he actu-
2: line. No, <laughs> actu- No, yeah. So it's not like somebody, you know, I'm not saying I, like he wasn't just somebody in my class and I knew his name kind of thing. Like, we actually had conversations
1: amazing mm-hmm. you were able to have a conversation with an no, athlete
2: crazy <laughs> it's not like i wasn't an athlete
1: you were yeah you were a soccer player you've been yeah. a soccer player as long as i've known you which is i mean to most people they would say it's more of an arts drama kind of thing than it is actual sport
2: that's like baseball
1: you're basically like running with a ball like keep it like you're like that kid who walks yeah home from at school, least just keeps i'm the running, rock in front of them
2: at least i'm running at all yeah like in baseball like what do you run like a hundred yards so at many, most?
1: There's so many boring sports. I, am you know, and if or s- golf. Oh golf! You know what the best dr- drinking in the golf cart is my favorite part mm-hmm. of golfing. Like I will go golfing and not swing a club all day. And I'm like, I went golfing today and it was the greatest. Yeah. We just sit and get drunk in the cart. True story. No, but you're, you're, I mean, obviously you guys got to get going. I don't want to rope you into it, but, but you are uh, a particularly accomplished soccer player.
2: Yeah. Well, I had a f- full ride to the States, so I must've been okay.
1: Damn. <laughs> humble brag of the week. Well, it was like 15 years ago. <laughs> I had a full ago. ride to the States, you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, it was
2: like 15 years ago, so it doesn't count anymore. Were you the team captain? No. Why not? Because not that good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just
1: trying to keep you humble. I, I didn't know I actually I really had no idea which way that answers. You're obviously I was the captain. Duh. Smacking bitches around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No.
1: I can't imagine what a soccer captain does. You slap somebody and be like, now fall hard and pretend like you were shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Can
2: they, yeah. Do you guys
1: get away with that shit in, in uh, lady soccer?
2: It doesn't happen as much in women's soccer. Is there yeah. like a- Women's soccer is like more aggressive, but less dramatic.
1: Bullshit. Really? Yeah. Women's anything less dramatic, I find difficult to believe.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not
1: saying I'm right, but just soccer, because yeah. you guys get out of all your aggression on the ball.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm i I'm, like,
1: I'm, I'm trying but to parlay it into some humor, but I, mean, I'm, like, I I'm just going to come across as But I haven't
2: this played game. soccer in like 15 years now, so No. Yeah. You still play? Well, I played this summer, but that's like the only That's yeah. great though. Yeah, but it's super beer. Listen,
1: I didn't fuck I who cares? I didn't lift weights for a long time. Yeah, doing I just it this run year I'll give like myself credit for them.
2: And like I'm like ah.
1: Did you not tell me on Saturday night that you're like deliberately sandbagging so the other moms in the fucking you call it the beer league. I have to, th- it has to be like, there has to be like a lady name for beer league. Like just. I don't know. <laughs> like perfume league or the pumps league or something like that. I
2: don't know. It's just fun. I just don't yeah. want all the drama. Like of like. But you said there was no drama. Things- there is no drama in this league. That's oh. why I'm like, I don't play in any more competitive leagues, even though I probably could, because I just don't want to deal with all the people thinking that how like and all their egos. Right.
1: Was that right. was there drama back in college soccer? Oh yeah, crazy. Okay, drama. that's what I thought. Crazy that's politics. That's, that's what I thought you were I saying there was no since. drama in that. I was like, no, are no, you no. fucking kidding, kidding me? That's why I haven't played since. Okay, okay.
2: But that's why like I I do the show jumping now, like with the with horses, right? Yeah. So. What uh just something different I and mean, it's not team sport anymore. It's just me doing my thing.
1: Is there any like what kind of drama would exist in soccer? At like the college of I, politics i get politics i'm sure there's politics and everything but
2: well it just depends who you play for like and who what your coaches are like like our coaches were awful they were like pitting us against each other and they would tell you like oh you're really letting down the team they all hate you and blah, blah, blah. you better serve the coaches up. men yeah wow and so but yeah it's a long time ago <laughs> <laughs>
1: It still sucks to be doing that to kids, especially like when they're yeah. trying to rock college at the same time, Like yeah. you're focused on but your you're studies far away
2: from home. You know, in that case, I was far away from home. You have like no support system there. You're, you're depending on these people to be your new, f- you know, family, new support system. And they're telling and, you that everybody hates you. And they're taking you. advantage of your vulnerabilities to like get what should, you know, what they think is going to be the best performance out of you. But like the reality is that you're, you're not making it better. You're making it worse.
1: Yeah, of course. You can't tell kids, and effectively, as much as we want to act like we're fucking adults, we have the, Doug Stanhope said, we have the oldest children in the world in this country. Like, we're not allowed to do anything for the longest time. So, like, you're down mm-hmm. there and you're like, I can't even drink legally yet, but some guy's telling me to hate the only family that I have and how everyone hates me and all this. Plus, mm-hmm. I got to focus on everything else. That sucks. Yeah.
2: So. Well, you persevered anyways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just shrug <laughs> like, yeah, my guess.
2: It is what it is you know, it sucks that it had to end that way. Like, you know, my career that I, you know, I'd been playing since I was seven years old. So it, you know, it was tough when it ended that way, like that. But, you know, but, you know, that's why I decided to do something different, completely different that, you know, then I could enjoy it and, you know, move on. And, and because, you know, I, obviously I played at a super high level. I played, you know, three hours a night, six nights a week, you know, for as long as I could remember. And so you did there was no time for anything else. Right. And so finally I was like, wow, like I, I can do something different now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: So. is there like a WNBA for soccer?
2: Yeah, like you have the fury here.
1: That's the girls team?
2: Well, I think there's a girl there used to be a girls team.
1: Oh. This is not like me judging. I just don't know. So I'm like yeah. I've
2: Yeah, in London we used to, I don't know if they're still there. They used to have the Griffin, the London Griffin. They when I first moved to London they asked me to play, but I was pretty out of shape by that point. And I was mm. like, uh eh, it's gonna be a lot of effort to get me back to the place that I need to be, but, so. Well,
1: at least you get to play for fun now. That's, yeah. that's the main thing, if you're enjoying what you do. Yeah. Good. Yay.
2: Well, that's,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, guys, if you wanna tell me your stories, as always, contact at one OneMadPodcast.com. Yeah, your I,
2: stories of your glory days. Any Well, anything, I don't
1: give a fuck, I just wanna know more about the people who are listening. So I've I've had a, a lot of fun this week. I'm glad we got to hang out a few times. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know how long it's been since I've seen you last.
2: Yeah, it's been it's
1: been a few years yeah. for sure, without question. At
2: least, a, yeah.
1: So it's good. I know the last time you were in town, we didn't uh, we weren't able to to link up. But I'm making more of a priority to find time for the people, especially in, from out of town, to be able to see you while you're here. Yeah. Um, it's not always going to work. And I know I know for uh, for Cameron and Tiff, who are also London people and listeners of the podcast, I'm going to try to make it out to London. At some point soon, I would say probably not before I go to Los Angeles, but maybe when I come back, I'll make a trip down there. I'll check out some venues. So if all three of you guys see a place that looks like it can hold like a hundred people, even if it's a, you know, a nice bar or something like that, let me know and I'll come down and I'll scope it out. And if we can do a show, I'll come do a show. I'll bring some of the other guys from here that are really funny and we'll, we'll have a fucking time in, uh, in London, Ontario. It gives me an excuse to see you guys.
2: Yeah. Cool. No, London's pretty cool, guys. Check it out. Yeah, uh, apparently. I, mean, I moved there over anywhere else in Canada pretty much, so.
1: Yeah, you, you considered every city the yeah. ins and outs? Mm-hmm. Really?
2: Yeah. Well, good for you.
1: So, <laughs> um, Guys, as always, thank you to the sponsors, PortablePress.com, Absolute Comedy.ca, Summersby, and DK.com, slash CA in Canada, DK.com in the States, and uh, just uh, you know Google DK Books anywhere else in the world check out all the stuff they got thank you for being a part of the podcast we're on facebook twitter instagram and youtube one man podcast you will find us there and uh, as always if you are listening to this i have to i have to keep saying it till i see more of the change but if you guys are listening to this on facebook um feel free to subscribe to it on you know either android or uh, apple devices whatever you have if you don't know how feel free to send me a message but we are on uh, itunes the podcast thing on apple we're on google play music on that. So that way you just hit subscribe. It helps the numbers. Uh, we can actually track it a lot easier than having to scroll through my Facebook posts and see how many views Facebook
2: pretty much tracks everything else. (laughs) Yeah. And it'll even tell me on the, the
1: the, it'll tell me on the video, like here, here's how many people viewed it. But when I'm talking to partners and things, again, the more, more money I can get from partners and sponsors, the more I can go out and do alternatively and bring you much more interesting stories. I would think Um, but in order to track that, the best thing I can get you guys to do, uh, just to help me out is to subscribe to it. So that way the podcast comes to your device automatically. You can listen to it wherever you want. You don't have to be on Facebook, accidentally click on a link and now it's navigated you away from the page. You have to restart it or you just stop listening altogether. So, um, if you need to know how, feel free to send me a message or an email. I've said the email address a hundred times.
2: Contact (laughs) that. Yeah, exactly. Just
1: lean on your keyboard. It'll get to me eventually. But, uh, Just do that. And if you have two seconds to write a review of the podcast, uh, it would mean the world. Just give it five stars and say, hey, Josh, has a podcast and I don't care what the review says.
2: He's kind of a big deal.
1: No, no, you don't have to praise me at all. Just give me the, give me the stars that bumps me up higher on lists when people search comedy sections and things like that. So
2: give me all your stars. Yeah,
1: I hate to, I hate to, to beg for your subscriptions and ratings and things like that, but it helps the podcast out. So I appreciate the fact that you guys listen every week. Uh, I love you very much for being there. Red, thanks for being a part of the podcast this week. I had fun. I hope that the listeners will, uh, will have yeah, enjoyed this too. We kind of got dark
2: near the end there, but, did uh, we?
1: I dude I, we the picked things, it up I, all the Woo-hoo. time something will come out of my head that I didn't think I was going to be talking about like there was what like two weeks ago I had an episode where I just started telling this dark I don't even remember what the yeah, story was yeah I but called I was
2: like, you it was like oh yeah I'm about to slip my wrists over here yeah
1: well there's all sorts of things that I just didn't expect but they pop into my head while I start talking mm-hmm. and then I go oh well, here's a story
2: yeah
1: so all right guys you're the best thanks for uh for hanging out with us and listening to the one man podcast I'll be back next week with episode number 69 yeah. dudes Bye. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good week.